Dear listeners, Sairam from Prashantinilam, the most happening place on the planet. As I always say, it is the month of June. The academic calendar has begun. All the students are back. There are freshers. There are seniors. Mandir is full now. Everyone is waiting for the Guru Purnima celebrations, which is not many weeks away. With that, we'll start the beautiful celebrations that Prashantinilam is offering. all the time reverberating with even this weekend you have devotees from kanchipuram district who are assembling and they are going to offer two days of programs at bhagwan's lotus feet but this month of june is the month when all the students are back and that brings freshness that brings so much of dynamism that enlivens the whole atmosphere in mandir in fact last few weeks we have been discussing about the education movement we've been discussing about the 50 years of the brindavan campus we have been sharing with you stories of how bhagwan set up his first college for men in brindavan way back in 1969 and this series learning with love in brindavan has been all about how bhagwan has so beautifully so subtly and so sweetly crafted such a beautiful system of integral education where there is blossoming of heart head and hand of every individual who comes into the portals of shri satyasai institute of higher learning or the shri satyasai high secondary school in prashantilam or the schools which bear his name wherever they are in fact we shared a lovely video about the making of tre brindavan on our youtube channel on our website as part of our series prashanti chronicles if you have missed watching that video you should because it's a very very lovely tale of how bhagwan created this beautiful edifice called tre brindavan which is the heart of this ashram of bhagwan in bengaluru in that i shared with you reflections and stories that mr vimalanathan had recalled for us he was very fortunate to be there during the construction of tre brindavan earlier i have shared with you two parts of conversations with him and there is still so much that mr vimalanathan has to share and he has been in the service of bhagwan in the ashram for more than 30 35 years Swami has entrusted him with many responsibilities over the years and it's really our privilege and we are so grateful to Bhagwan that he's still in the ashram and so intellectually active even though he's 75 now still he's someone who is all the time 
pulsating with a sense of humor. He is someone all the time so calm and so focused on Bhagwan. We had the chance to resume our conversation with him after those two hours that we had done before, in which I shared with you the story of how the old bungalow of Brindavan was demolished and how, in the same place, Bhagwan entrusted. Mr. Vimalanathan and Colonel Jogarao and Brigadier Bose, two very senior engineers of the ashram, the responsibility of building the Trey Bandavan. Of the three, only Mr. Vimalanathan is still here with us. I called him again to the studios because I know that there is so much more in that treasure chest of his heart, that treasure chest of lovely memories, profound lessons, and timeless moments with the avatar. So here is the third part of the conversation with Mr. and Mrs. Vimalanathan. As you listen to this, please reflect, please recollect and reconnect. Sairam and welcome once again Mr. and Mrs. Vimalanathan to the studios of Radio Sai and to this special episode of Outside Inside Deep Inside. Sai Ram and Pranams at the lotus feet of our beloved Lord Sai. And we are so fortunate to be here and happy to be here. The last time uh, we met, it was a long conversation of I think close to two hours. Yeah. And <laughs> as we concluded the conversation, I realized that we have only scratched the surface. <laughs> <laughs> just a drop <laughs> of, of what, the iceberg. Absolutely, tip of the iceberg of what Bhagwan has blessed you with. We just talked about your journey to Swami very briefly, and since the golden jubilee of the Brindavan campus was uh, around the corner, we talked about the coming of the Tere Brindavan. Very brief overview you gave of how Bhagwan entrusted you with the responsibility of bringing down the old bungalow and constructing Trahi Prindavan. Now that the Golden Jubilee is over, I thought it's a good time to sit back and now relax and go back to those days. If you can, for us, recall those moments before Bhagwan gave you that chance to work because I think so much was happening within you before Swami gave you that chance yeah, yeah, to serve true. him. And once we had the video of the story of Trey Brindavan on Radio Sai website, on our YouTube channel, so many people were in tears seeing Bhagwan getting a glimpse of how everything that he did was always for others. He was building us. Yes. Because all the time building us and that's what we were reflecting. And I think that is the only thought that was coming again and again as you we were sharing the story of Trey Pandavan. A building is just an outer manifestation of how many people he has built through that little landmark uh, structure. So if we can today jog back our memories, take us back to those days in the 80s, late 70s and early 80s. And share with us those facets of Bhagwan that you were then discovering and how the journey has been and how he gave you the chance to work and through that opportunity 
how he taught you lessons for eternity i'll be glad to share that because leaving the brick and mortar alone we'll now talk about what swami does to us and whatever assignment he gave is just an excuse for us to learn from True. swami now there is an incident i would like to share with you where swami calls us for an interview about three couples about six or seven people were there and one of the couple was very well known to me i mean we were friendly we were friendly and we had two children they also had two children mm-hmm. so swami took us for an interview and swami was talking about so many things and suddenly swami looked at us and he said will you admit your children in my swami school mm-hmm. oh out of the blue out of the blue and we didn't even know there is a school coming up oh, okay so yeah this is 19 mid 80 or mid little later than 80 okay 1980 and 1980 i think the school came into being 81 82 that's when the that is primary school primary school i am prior to that also oh okay this is about the first sessions of the state board english medium school which swami was starting uh-huh. which was situated in ishwaram uh, school correct that is before the primary school correct primary school came into being and started functioning after 2 years correct so this is during that period oh wow so we were not even aware that there is a school coming up and all that mm-hmm. he didn't say admit he said will you admit your children mm-hmm. into swami's school and both of us later on exchange notes and i said where is the question of will you or <laughs> will you he says do that it will be done Mm. Now interview got over and we had already decided that we'll put our children here. Mm. When we walked out my friend who was also in the interview he said Vimal what do you plan to do? I said do you have an option? <laughs> There's no option you have to put the children in the Nahi yaar my children are in very good school in Calcutta Loretta convent mm-hmm. and uh, this Swami has started a, just a single class in English medium state board and i'm not even sure how it's going to be so i'll wait i think for about a year next year i'll try uh-huh. i said i mean it's up to you but then when somi gives you an opportunity yes don't lose it so i didn't elaborate further it is each one's uh, decision so what we did is we understood that time and tide waits for none yes and if you lose the high tide you are not going to sail at all we went there immediately to chennai where our children were studying they were in third standard fourth standard whatever it was the children were studying in don bosco which is a very well known school in chennai so we told them that this is what we want a tc from a tc from don bosco why do you want a tc transfer where are you taking i'm taking them to a place called puttapatti where is it it's a village in puttapatti <laughs> what do you want to do with your children i want to take them here and put them there. I said you know you're making a big mistake I said mm. whatever it is I'm taking them and with great struggle we got the children and we put them back here now there ends the schooling portion but the lesson we understood later is that my friend who was waiting for one year that one year never came ah not that somebody children. didn't want to give him or somebody uh, would not like to have the children no 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 it just didn't happen just didn't happen he missed the high tide when bhagwan is giving you a chance and not only that we did not follow the protocol which exists when your boss 
even in your organization your boss says can i have a word with you you have no option but to go to his uh, run yes. to his cabin and then listen to what he says yes you can't say no no i'm very busy i you can have another word later you you don't have that correct uh, when swami said will you put your children in my school it meant do that's that. what he wants yes do that do that i'm giving you an opportunity don't waste it that's what happened to that is so fantastic because you didn't even have any thoughts what is the school where has somi started how is it going to function what is the standard of the school where are my children going to nothing stay? you didn't have any thoughts no thought just act go get the children and put them here and they are in safe hands of somi wow and uh, we really didn't know the school is and, coming and up and they indeed were in the best institution isn't uh, now, it now <laughs> and in hindsight we know that primary school is you can get in harvard and cambridge but <laughs> <Yeah>. not <laughs> i know private school <laughs> very difficult to do that yes. and now i added to that ishwarama school so these are two colossal yes. institution with swami and they went on to have very good 14 education 14 years they studied in swami institution wow 14 wow. years wow and they did the schooling they went primary secondary and then the and everything was decided by swami what next also yeah what mm. they never took a decision we never took a decision Mm. they'd be called inside and somi will say do this what to study next what to study next everything somi did and he told my Once son you said yes to him yeah, after that yeah. he took he care he took over <laughs> like uh, you said no your availability is more important than yes. your ability yes i think uh, that obedience absolute obedience unquestioning obedience but the master very honest with you we didn't even know we were obeying him he <laughs> <laughs> said go get the children get yeah. the children and admit I mean, them you didn't have any doubts no doubts no doubts i think that is something which is purely his grace no whatever he said now he is saying it now at yes. that time such thoughts were not there, not there. swami said go get them get it. that's <laughs> it that's it wow and because you know you are someone who with that conviction and faith left your job also mm. and just came because you were absolutely convinced that this is the best thing that can happen to me nothing else in the world compares with this chance to be with swami and, and as a sequel to that him. my friend's son after four or five years he told his father why didn't you put me in that yeah. time itself mm. i'm not able to get that mission now you should have put me then itself so he said bimal i should have done that immediately I said no. ठीक है. What yes. to do? I mean, Swami has plans for everyone. What is very important is when it comes to God, we should not postpone. Correct. I feel if you postpone, yeah. procrastination will be yes, <laughs> is uh, perilous when it very comes perilous. to God. Very perilous. If we postpone God in our lives, our lives get postponed. <laughs> very true. and i think uh, that is one fantastic thing that you have done in your life that you know when you realize that he is divine when you realize that the same god whom we have been worshiping for years has come down on earth in human form you said stop everything and go to him and then you went and did whatever he asked you to do fantastic and somehow swami had practiced to drop the bombshell with us every time he'll suddenly drop a bombshell <laughs> <laughs> the next one is no time to think <laughs> fantastic i'll narrate another one but this is in lighter vein it happened of course not that uh, it didn't happen now again it is the same thing that he invited us for an interview in puttapatti 
I wasn't given any assignment. Yet, whenever Swami is in Puttaparthi, we'll be with him in Puttaparthi. When he goes to Brindavan, we'll go to Brindavan. So, we are, Swami is now in Puttaparthi. We are with him in Puttaparthi. And he calls us for an interview. And suddenly he drops a bombshell. Mm-hmm. Your house is going to be burgled. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> he says, your house is going to be burgled. And he says, no, you are, both of you go. She <laughs> says, Swami, I have nothing valuable and in that house. And there's nothing there in that house to be burgled. Even if it's burgled, I don't care. You said. No, I said. And he said, that huge, big wooden box that is there in the house. I was just saying, how does he know immediately? <laughs> that how does he know has come already. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing there, Swami. I will never miss anything in life. Don't send me away. <laughs> you didn't so, want to go. Your house is being burgled. You didn't, didn't want, want to go. I'll be here. And then what happened? Swami said, she won't come. She is bitchy. You go. Oh. <laughs> so I went mm. and I thought Swami is being most merciful mm. because there is a West Indies vs India test match cricket <laughs> is going see. on. <laughs> so, so I thought this is the way Swami has given me permission <laughs> to watch. <laughs> to watch. So I went there in Komara Park in Bangalore and phoned up my friend in Whitefield. We are in Whitefield and this is in Majestic. I said this is what Swami said, the house is going to be burgled. So now I am caught up here. I won't come every day, 18 kilometers, no bus and all that in those days. So you be very careful. Make sure the house doesn't move even an inch. <laughs> okay? <laughs> and Swami said he is, it's going to be burgled. If there's anything, give me a ring day or night. Mm-hmm. And in those days, no cell phone, nothing. Yes. Only through telephone and then uh, trunk calls and all. Mm. He said, okay, uncle, don't worry. Mm. So every morning, dutifully, before going to the match, we went to the cricket ground. So <laughs> went to the match. I will ask him, Ganesh, everything is okay? Everything is okay, uncle, you enjoy it. Hmm. So, seven days got over. In those hmm. days, six days match. Yes. Then... So, every day you are going for the match? Ah, because... <laughs> wow! And I was so happy and thankful to Swami for giving yes, me the Swami is putting you through a test and you are watching test match there. <laughs> test. <laughs> then, okay, we went back. I okay. went back to Parthi. Nothing happened? Nothing happened. So, I told Prem, no, no, house is not burgled and all that. Mm. We are not doubting Swami's word, but <laughs> not burgled. That's mm. the only statement. Yeah. Okay. Then, the Christmas is approaching. The whole place is abuzz with people. Mm. Almost six Christmas months is over. Nothing and then, happened. suddenly, very close to Christmas, the phone call comes. Uncle, ho gaya. <laughs> Okay, done. <laughs> I said, Kya hua bhai? I said, they've broken your house and burglary has taken place. And oh now the God. police is wondering who is the owner of the house, who is living there, who is the tenant. Ask them to come immediately. So I'm ringing you up. You immediately catch the next bus and come. Now I go and tell her what Swami said has come true. It is burgled. Now we have to go. He said, what will I do there going? It's all gone now. <laughs> I said, oh my God. how would I know what sari you had? How would I know what jewel you had? I have nothing at all. You go. I said, no. This time it's too much. Unless you come, I'm not going. So we both <laughs> left. And here also in comedy, we would put our trunk and suitcase up on the... Thing. Only one suitcase was there. We Only put one it on suitcase. Top. And that one of the other suitcases got caught in a branch and it fell off. Oh. <laughs> I said, there goes our last belonging also. <laughs> the only belonging we had is that suitcase. That also is gone. That also is gone. 
We are laughing. So somebody is saying, don't laugh. Police will think you are, you are stage manager, the whole burglary. You go there. We go there and in front of a house, like a movie theater, there is a long line of people standing. Mm-hmm. I said, why in front of our house? So we go there, the policeman is there. He said, are you the tenant? I said, yes. Now, your house is burgled. Now tell whether you are missing anything, lost anything. We looked everything, everything is in place. Though no, we have mail. three huge photographs of Swami. Uh-huh. Very huge photographs. Uh-huh. Very huge photographs. Uh-huh. And uh, when we checked, first of all, we have no idea what we had, what we didn't have. I said, oh, no, 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 nothing. I'll come to that. See, what happened is, we are looking at the bureaus. He tried to open yeah, it, he yeah. couldn't open it. And then somewhere else, some shelf is open and all the items are helter-skelter. But nothing lost. Nothing lost. Nothing lost. Nothing was lost. Uh-huh. And there is a huge photo of Swami sitting. Three photos photo. were there. Mm. And then suddenly I said, Nay, 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 nay. He said, Acha, you lost something. No, 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 I gained something. I said, What not? <laughs> what did you gain? There is a gunny sack uh-huh. with a chisel and hammer. His things he has left and he has run off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then only we put two and two and became Sherlock Holmes. He said, when he entered, <laughs> Swami must, must have, have come out from that photograph something <laughs> like, why would he leave his things and run away? <laughs> so he must so have... He removed stuff but he could not take anything, left his equipments and went. So I said, this is the only burglary <laughs> where you become richer by. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the burglary. Wow. So... <laughs> no, but a very funny thing, afterwards, so many times we have gone in for interviews but he never mentioned that. He just wanders. And he just kept quiet, but he never mentioned it, it, that. It looks like Swami wanted to see how attached you are. Ah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> you are seeing test match. You didn't think at that point in time, okay, house is going to buckle. Let no, me take valuables no. and keep it somewhere else. <laughs> no, 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 you no. didn't think anything like. Okay, <laughs> West Indies is more important than <laughs> your peanuts here. <laughs> so, oh my God. We took the whole life with Swami as uh, a great uh, blessing. <laughs> so, kuch worry nahi tha. Swami will take care of it. Swami will take care of it. Yeah, that, that was conviction was there yes, so much. It was very... Uh, I mean, even if he says that, you know... <laughs> that is what they say, blissfully ignorant. <laughs> Absolutely ignorant, but blissful. Because, you know, he is there. That's it. He is there. He is hmm. a magic wand. <laughs> nahi jayega, no, jayega, I think from mil the beginning, that thought was there. If he lose it, we lost it. That's it. Mm. Nothing more to it. We'll never sit and cry about anything. Mm. Till today, mm. we are like that. If there's anything to lose, it is Swami's attention. Ah, ah, that, that, that. <laughs> that is the only thing that you feel, oh, we have lost it. What to do to get it back? But even that directly, I asked Swami. Mm. I said, Swami, there's no talking and all. It's, it's too much. We can't bear it. Don't do Very this, painful. Swami. Mm. So, he said, if I do that, if I start talking, you will just brush it like this. Not talking is my weapon, he told me. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> so decided, don't do it, Swami, please. <laughs> and after the event, but Swami will never acknowledge it and all that stuff. Like no, the he never talks about that. it. He never spoke to us, I said so, and you didn't go there, and nothing mm. of the sort. What you said, the obedience, mm. yes. we didn't bother about anything getting lost. It yes. was not like that. Mm. Totally because different. Because you always felt that there is nothing in the world that you can lose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you, were, you had come and you have gained what you wanted to gain. You had Swami. And somebody said you have sacrificed everything in life to come oh, to Swami. Rubbish. I said, hold it, hold it. Don't <laughs> go further. I'll ask you a question and after that I'll answer your question. I said, yeah. Supposing you have 100 rupee note. That is the last money you have. 
and you invest it in a lottery ticket mm. and you get a 100 crore rupee out of the lottery mm. now will you call this 100 rupee as a sacrifice <laughs> <laughs> you will not <laughs> right <laughs> it is just a seed sown yes for you to get same way once we came to swami whatever little yes tidbits you had you just forget about it and you come to swami what we got in return yes is invaluable it's yes. unbelievably yes precious yes. earlier you would have kept your money in a bank in a reserve bank but now you have got uh, his reservoir of grace nah. inexhaustible reservoir of grace and the bottomless yes <laughs> treasury absolutely so that is what happened wow and then swami gives me an assignment that that famous demolition yes first month after the demolition started colonel jogarao he comes one day to our flat and he says i say here swami send this to you Mm-hmm. and he flung one envelope mm-hmm. which had lots of money uh-huh. and says swami says this is your first salary kind of a thing and it was quite substantial uh-huh. and he said swami also asked me to tell you that you are earning a lot of money in your previous company but swami is not giving that much but you keep it i said with all pranam sir we are very grateful to swami for giving it but we are not accepting this money he said what it's less is it you want swami to give that salary you are drawing i said no 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 we are what we are saying is we have not come here to serve him for money so we will not take the money then he said do you know what you are saying <laughs> swami will be very upset it's a prasad he has given mm. you can't deny it i said whatever prasad or no prasad we are not taking that money and this dialogue goes on for some time and he goes and repeats that to swami mm. and swami now sends back saying that Swami is very angry with you and he might even send you out. No, personally he told me in the darshan line, uh-huh. I will send you out of the ashram if you don't accept this. Accept this money. I said, okay Swami, but we are not accepting money. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> we respectfully kept quiet. What to tell him when he says, send me or something other than that. We said, okay Swami, whatever you decide. But we are not accepting any money from wow. the seva that we wish to offer to you. And... Ah, so he must have been happy inwardly, but he outwardly was very upset and all that. Then from Thraibrindavan, from after the thing was over, the demolition was over, we went to Puttaparthi for a short while. There he called us. Mm. And he, after the interview, he said, Chesko. So, Padnamaskar we took. Both his hands he placed on each one's. How it happened means, Kutumra mm. uncle came home and he told us, Uh, see swami is talking about your wedding anniversary be prepared uncle what are you talking what are you talking we are not such great people that you should talk about our wedding anniversary and we didn't realize it's a wedding we also <laughs> forgot so he said amma i'm telling you you just listen to me take one plate offering for swami and sit there i never done such things so i just took one small plate you know put whatever swami likes and and so we called us and said even if you don't tell me about your wedding anniversary i know it is swami said yeah he said wow. that i was taken aback i said mm. my god such a frivolous thing and he's talking mm. about how sweetly he put his hand on both our heads and he was chanting mantras i don't even know what mantra he chanted but it was such a moment unforgettable like even chappal that you wear if it is small it will bite your leg Mm. if it is big you can't walk properly 
So everything should be fitting so, in life. So we understand when he chanted the mantra and then blessed yeah. it, a sense of contentment came in life. Hmm. After that, we never aspired for any kind because of a thing. Because we did come from when uh, no, no, we did me. come from a very affluent life. Hmm. We have not walked hundred yards also. Here it was so easy for us. We just slipped into this mode of life, and until Swami walked into our house, we didn't even have a mattress to lie on, because my father said, "This is an ashram. You cannot uh, have all those uh, luxuries." You sleep on bare floor. Yes, he said. At the most, one mat, but nothing oh, else. Wow. So when father fell sick, Swami came home. The first day he didn't come. So I had some uh, juice there and some pan and all that. I drank up the juice. The pan was there. The next day he came, and when I parted the curtain, I said, "Oh, so Swami, you came?" And he said, "Where is my juice?" I said, "I drank it up yesterday." <laughs> <laughs> then he took that old pan. I said, "And make a new one." Then he said, "Why this house doesn't have anything?" I said, uh, "This is an ashram. No, this is not an ashram. It's a global village." Swami said, "Yes, mm. this these were his words. You can have anything you like, but you should not be attached to it." And he told my father to buy everything. Oh wow! Have anything you want. See, Don't be attached. See, she treated Swami as her friend. Friend. Mm. I treated him as my master. Mm. <laughs> Now both of us can't understand each other's sentiment. Mm. She took all kinds of liberties with Swami, with all loving, yes. love and respect. Will anybody drink away Swami's? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was very sure. How can Swami come to a you know living quarters of somebody? It's too demeaning a thing. Mm. At the most, he can call us there to his room. This uncle is simply saying something. Ma, I don't think Swami will come. And twice he came. Wow. And he told my father because you are practicing Kriya Yoga without a guru, the Jataragni no, has reading. burnt your organs. Oh. Yes. And every two days he came, you know, and he did this to my father's stomach area, and just made him all right. Wow. Brought him back from the hospital. Kutumbraji sent him to the hospital. Said, "Who told you to send him there?" And then he came and saw, and he did this and said, "No, no need to continue with any practices. I am there to take care of you." This promise he gave, and that was a wonderful experience. During the demolition period, there used to be sessions in the now refurbished Kalyana Mandapam. It was a little smaller at that time. and both the students and the elders and the devotees will be allowed to sit there and be with swami this is one such occasion where i had the most embarrassing moment in my life mm-hmm. i'll tell you after the bhajan and all that what was it swami looked at one of the elderly devotee and he said narasimhan no when did you last see a movie <laughs> so he stood up with all reverence and he said I'm not very sure Swami but about 18 years ago I saw one 18 years ago okay what movie was that some bhakta prahlad or whatever it is mm. he said then ah uh, baitho baitho then he looked at topiwala mm-hmm. when did you last see a movie swami 20 saal pehle 20 years ago what did you see some shakuntala or something he mm. said fine 
now i am shivering in my pajamas here <laughs> so me please don't ask me that question <laughs> and i will never see a movie again <laughs> that's a pleasure but today just let me go uh, let me uh, because my son is sitting in the group <laughs> all the people who i know <laughs> sitting said please spare me the trouble then uh, as a tsunami went quiet nothing happened so i didn't ask me that question and i said okay now that's the end of my <laughs> movie going days mm. i will not see him after 10 minutes for no reason at all swami looked at me vimalu no eppudu chusa oh my god oh my god now what do i do <laughs> i just stood up i didn't answer him chippu i'm asking you and you must answer tell me when did you last see i didn't answer chippu then i said okay swami one week ago <laughs> they saying the 20 years 18 years no, all the boys are giggling behind doors the bo- no, prorious laughter they boys and they knew and they were teasing my son and everything okay then what movie did you see and for the next few minutes i never answered him what mm. he asked then he got a little well tell me what did you see I said, I saw I entered the dragon. <laughs> I said, the NTA, he looked at the boys and the boys didn't know. They were just rolling around and laughing. He had entered the dragon. I entered the dragon. I said, what movie is that? He said, Swami, the boys are replying. Now I am out of the picture between the boys and, the, and Swami. He said, what movie is that? I said, that's a karate movie, Swami. Marshall karate, that's the NT. Ha, ho. Ayyo, shigal. Even boys have to be very careful when they answer. You know, how did you know? <laughs> how did you know? So, that's what he did. So, totally embarrassing moment. And my son wouldn't look at me for the next time. <laughs> But I think, you know, you are so honest. When he asked, finally, you are so honest. <laughs> And uh, I think Swami was... communicating in a very light hearted manner what he wanted it was a very humorous uh, situation mm-hmm. but no, most the disparity was so evident <laughs> everybody 15 years 20 years and now our friend is in one week ago <laughs> so after that you never had the courage to watch one more movie <laughs> no no so somi does all kinds of uh, things <laughs> it's beautiful now there is another incident this happened quite some time earlier In 1980 itself, you tell your dream? Swami comes in the dream and he says, when a certain star falls on a certain date, on that day, I will give him an assignment. So, see, there is a hundred years calendar also. And some people whom I know have that. So, yeah. I just mentioned that. Panchangam, we call it. Yes. And uh, they said, we'll find out. Then he came and told me some one and a half years or two years later it comes. I lost interest. I said, so long. No, no, no. That can't be true. It's just a dream. So, I forgot. But that person had written it down. So, by the time we are in desperation, he's taking us for interview, but he will not talk about the job. He will say all sorts of things, but uh, nothing was happening. So, it went on like that. And finally, when he broached the subject, then this person told me, remember, I said, yeah, but then I've forgotten. He said, no, I've written it down. Mm-hmm. When Swami actually spoke to him about it, he didn't say, this is the job I'm offering. He just spoke about it. This has to be done. It was not on that. I said, this is five days earlier. But he didn't. 
He said, "I have to wait for her to come. There's some no, delay in we her visit." No, that evening he is going to tell me, yeah. which will be five days before the dream date. Mm. So we said, "Okay, whatever it is, we are getting the job. Mm. It's okay." But then it didn't happen that evening. Mm. Swami, during the darshan, he said, "No, Rajmata has postponed her trip. Mm. When yeah. she comes, we'll talk about it." He mm. also didn't say what's going to happen. Then one day, two day, three day, on the fifth day, Rajmata came. It was afternoon. the same Swami day. Called, uh, to his bungalow. and said this is my engineer who will take care of the construction and then we were very happy and when we went back and checked the almanac we found it was exactly it was exactly the same and, wow. and the beauty is this dream was 2 years ahead of the wow. before wow. the actual thing happened itself wow. more and more you get convinced that everything is <laughs> orchestrated yeah, by him yeah. no no that happened to her she had written down in a piece of paper All that Swami has done to her. See, I was so young at that time. So I wrote it down. I said, Swami, all this you have done for us. Mm. Thank you so much. Pichy, pichy. Only this I'm. I am doing everything for you all. He said. Oh, wow. Okay. Which is a universal statement. That's what he does wow. to everybody, you know. And only there are few occasions when it becomes obvious for us, apparent for us. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, yeah. everything he is only doing. Once you say yes to him. <laughs> No, it's like for everybody in the universe, God yes. only does. Of course, we are Absolutely. not aware of it. We are, we are very lucky that we know Swami, so we know it's God who does. We don't exist. That is the truth. Yes, it's wow. a beautiful experience. But that is really very significant. You making a list of everything He's done, and He's saying, "Yeah, really <laughs> this much." And everything that Swami does has compassion, love, and kindness behind it. Yes. I'll enumerate one instance. This is after the Tri Brindavan inauguration, and Tri Brindavan was decorated beautifully. The interior decoration was posh. Everything was posh. Once he called us for an interview, along with Justice Damodar Rao, who was a very famous uh, advocate in Chennai, and who happens to be the father of Narendra. Professor Narendra. Professor Narendra, who was the, the principal of uh, Whitefield. and we knew him personally we used to go together so swami called us all for interview and before we entered the interview room he said not that it's a small room so you go to the opposite room which is bigger he didn't say anything else so we walked in and that's a vip guest room everything was posh and beautiful and sete and sofa and everything there so we went there and in front of swami's chair there's a plush carpet we all sat down on the carpet on the floor swami came after a few minutes and he pretended to be surprised he said why are you all sitting on the floor why do i have this sofa and all that go get up and sit there he said no swami we are quite comfortable no 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 sit on the sofa we didn't budge and he said okay if that is the case i am not giving interview <laughs> oh he walked God. off <laughs> he turned and he walked he, oh he is walking back and then one of the young ones went and then pleaded no 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 swami will all sit then slowly we all sat on the sofa and most importantly uh, justice damodar augaru could sit on the sofa and then swami came sat in his chair and talked to us the interview went on for some time and by the time the interview got over All of us have slid back to the carpet, carpet, excepting <laughs> Justice Damodar Rao. Okay, wow. Now this is where I am trying to tell you the kindness, the love, and the compassion. Hmm. Swami didn't want Justice Damodar Rao to sit on the floor. Floor. He had to make him sit on the. Yes. 
interview room didn't have any f- and he, he could easily feel, put a chair but then he will feel uncomfortable to alone sit uh, and yeah. he will feel embarrassed mm. and all so he made the whole drama wow just for that one person mm. finally Now, everything was achieved <laughs> everything you was you wanted to sit down uh, and you were feeling uncomfortable to sit at uncomfortable. the same level at, as bhagwan but just a, damodar rao as a senior person needed to sit on the sofa afterwards we thinking of all that yes. swami has already thought of the whole thing yes. and we yes. are only seeing one portion of it yes wow see i will not be too far away from truth if i say brindavan with swami in brindavan is equal to brindavan with krishna during the opera yuga yes it was verily the brindavan of krishna's time because swami used to play pranks also hmm. he would do anything Hmm. and he was so relaxed and comfortable and we can get to see him more often than the scheduled timing in puttaparthi hmm. he has to come out of his mandir to for us to see there it's nothing he just walks from one place to another we will see him and then he comes and feeds the deers we see him every other time it now there is one lady she is engineer's wife she is a gregarious person and swami when he comes out and gives darshan inside the tribrindavan complex he will ask the ladies and men to come and take padmaskaram there may be about 6 or 7 ladies inside they will take padmaskar now this lady will go quickly take padmaskar first one to take padmaskar and then when the others are taking padmaskar she'll slowly go around swami go around swami sir come on ah so come on bullet swami was her concern padmaskaram is not that much of a so she went first so that she'll get more time to go around mm. now we knew the joke going on and we used to have really laugh swami also knows so next time what he played the prank is as she is approaching he is going back and back and back until a wall is going <laughs> to stand oh against God. the wall yeah so she cannot do this prediction <laughs> she can take padmaskaram but she can't go around and this lady has a habit she says i am very angry if i am angry i'll go home and make potato curry and then eat <laughs> she told swami <laughs> no 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 he'll She's tell telling us, us oh, not to swami uh, swami has uh, done this today to me mm. i'm very angry with swami i'll go home fry potato and eat <laughs> <laughs> okay go ahead so swami used to play pranks mm, wow auntie you have also seen swami feeding uh, the deer feeding yes. the monkeys there not only that he will be angry with the deer also some days oh, he yeah. just will not they will leave everything and come near that barbed wire and they'll it was a sight for gods i tell you the moment he comes out of trai they'll all come and they'll be looking at him mm. and there'll be certain days when he just will not look at them so he was practicing that tough love with them also yes 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 <laughs> it was so obvious even sai geeta went into doghouse many times <laughs> suddenly i don't know what is it but he will not acknowledge mm. them and we those who live inside the ashram there's a small wall Mm. that only our heads will be seen mm. so when swami goes out for darshan we'll be there near that wall and we are so intently watching swami these monkeys they are angry because we are not seeing them or i don't know what they'll come and just slap all of us and then only we'll realize these are doing this to us <laughs> you keep on slapping each one of them and then but, 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 and they were oblivious <laughs> to all that they were lost in swami hey what means monkeys doing <laughs> then each one shrieking hey, hey, hey monkey <laughs> Oh my god. 
and so much to feed the monkeys i heard yes once uh, he asked a boy to go and get some peanuts mm-hmm. there were no peanuts in the kitchen normally there is because uh, for swami they make chutneys and all but it was not there so he found only six pieces of peanuts he said only this is there swami that's enough he said and he took it as he took it six monkeys came mm-hmm. and they are sitting in a line there and when swami you watching this sitting in a line six monkeys yes <laughs> Even in Parthi, I've seen sand days, the moment Swami comes out, they'll sit like this and keep watching Swami. So there they did that and each one came to Swami and took one peanut and went. From Bhagavan's palm? Yeah. Just one. A monkey See, monkeys taking one. just grab <laughs> and go. Absolutely. Even this a man is, won't do that. Yeah. <laughs> it was an amazing sight. Wow. It's yeah. like how our... monkey minds become disciplined yes. in the presence of the divine yeah, correct the monkey is got disciplined because that is the lesson i think for human beings even mm. they are disciplined in front of swami they don't show each them. one took one and there were yes. six and yes, six, there monkeys six, six monkeys only came wow. wow amazing things we have seen there wow and you have seen the tulsi plant in front of trai brindavan yes i think there is a tulsi plant before swami comes out inside yeah. the trai compound Compound. Ah, yeah, yes. yeah. A little away uh, yes. after the pathway. Yes. So uh, there is a story on that also. Mm-hmm. Now those days, Swami used to send me to attend to some personal family matter every week. Mm-hmm. So he'll give me instruction and tell me, "You do this, you meet this, you meet that, and all that." Okay. One evening, the bhajan is going on. The thrice session is going on. It's time for me to catch the train. So he said, "Vimalu, uh, come here," and then he walks out of Thrai Brindavan. Hmm. and the bhajan is going on there so i also follow him and he walks straight to the tulsi plant and then gives me instruction as to what i should do so i am kneeling down and seeing uh, hearing what swami is saying and swami is telling me what to do as he was talking he had plucked the tulsi leaves hmm a few of them in his hand and he was toying with those leaves and then after the instructions were over he gave me two and he said now you go and attend to your business so i was very happy that i got the tulsi leaf and i put it in my mouth and ate it off i knew only this this portion of the event after that i don't know that this has happened outside mm-hmm. so when he came inside he brought the tulsi leaf he converted it into gold gold uh, leaf and he said anybody wants anybody Ratan wants everybody ah so there were two leaves that he gave you and which yeah, you ate yeah. he made a few more leaves ah, few more leaves hand. which he brought inside then mm. made it into gold mm. and then he just took it again converted it into leaves and he ate it up <laughs> <laughs> so this <laughs> green to gold it, gold to green yeah yeah was <laughs> to him it matters and nothing and everybody mm. was just watching and when mm. gold everyone is uh, yes. attracted to it no who will oh. he give it to <laughs> will be the next thought mm. he didn't give it to anybody he i was so up. happy that it happened with the leaves that swami had plucked and then given to me mm-hmm. even today when i see that plant i remember what that what <laughs> happened <laughs> wow but i think as you mentioned you know it was that brindavan krishna was just playful sai krishna was just let his hair down and <laughs> very true right? he'll be very normal inside the ashram he'll take a walk yes that is when all these things will happen that lady wanting to go around him and all mm-hmm. that and he'll be so casual so casually he'll have something in his hand 
will be wondering what is it and who is he going to give it to <laughs> there was one very short dr sarojamma a kannada doctor advanced in age uh, and mm. smaller than swami mm-hmm. and she had only this much hair uh-huh. that she put one rubber band and swami would say sarojamma come then he said turn suddenly he'll take uh, flowers and put it on her it was such a sight oh. for <laughs> swami himself and swami himself wow. is putting the flowers for, and he's brought it from inside Wow. Wonderful things used to happen. Mm. I mean, he was very close and intimate with uh, the devotee there. Just like you do different things with Gopikas, with the Gopalas. Yes, yes. I think that is how Vrindavan was. At the same time, yeah. And Swami aptly named it Vrindavan Ampal, the ashram. Wow. And we are so happy that we got this opportunity to share it with you. Wow. No, Because I, I these think are lighter moments. Yes, but... Uh, they shed so much light <laughs> i know i know about his divinity because there is no moment with bhagwan without a deep lesson isn't it now when you reflect uh, any thing has a deep lesson if we are conscious enough to understand it understand it now yeah and as you reflect on these moments even as they fill you with joy even as you relive those ecstasy of being with swami at the same time you constantly become present to the profound lessons that he was teaching isn't it i'll share one thing with you somebody asked long time devotee with swami what is the greatest miracle you have seen swami perform mm. the long time devotee said swami pretending to be a human being it <laughs> 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 is the biggest miracle <laughs> yes <laughs> isn't that so yes absolutely <laughs> and <laughs> that man then somebody asked what mantra does he teach you Uh-huh. what does he teach you hmm. he said swami my guru doesn't teach me anything so this man was aghast how can hmm. you have a guru who doesn't teach you anything hmm. he said no he transforms me wow now isn't it true that yes. every single devotee of sai yes will acknowledge the truth that he is transformed by swami yes from the moment swami came in yes. his life i think Absolutely. Whichever way and the quantum is not important and how much in the, but he gets transformed. Yes. There is not a single devotee who says no 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 uh, nothing happened to me in life. There is always a life before Swami entered correct into your life and after Bhagwan is a part of you. And it happens slowly without any halabla. Yes. And beautiful transformation takes place. Yes. Definitely there is more peace. in a piece yes like sort of clarity of thinking comes yes. we don't do anything yes. impulsively yes. that is there and then we learnt a lesson from swami maybe a little later in life that when you enter or whenever he communicates with you when you enter the room let's say interview room if you ask him swami can i do this or can i do that he will say bangaru do whatever you want he will reflect what you wanted to yeah, do yeah yeah hmm. but if you have enough understanding you keep quiet yes until he tells something correct then that is the voice of god hmm. for instance let's say you want to travel to usa that is your wish he'll say swami can i go to usa sure tappakonda hmm. go 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 but whether it is good for you or bad for you we, we wouldn't know but you go but supposing you enter the room and swami says you go to usa he volunteers to tell that yes then that is the voice of god and that's yes. the command also absolutely i think and it's very important for us to be blank yeah. in front of him and learn to listen the voice of god in the noise of 
or yes. daily activity this is true when you are with bhagwan physically in the interview room that you know you don't flood your mind with your thoughts and your interests and no. so that you keep it empty so that he can fill it so that whatever he says you accept it unconditionally and it's true later on in our lives also i think if we want to listen to the voice of god then we have to become silent within very silent we have to become very Deep silent deep silence is required yes. but sometimes you know if you don't ask properly and you have not heard your instructions properly you will go and do something and then they'll catch you on that so i used to be very particular when I, every time he has dealt with our problems he'll call inside and he'll tell what to do so that particular time i had to be operated on or something like that and he was saying no need for that don't go back to that hospital you go to lucknow we were in lucknow at that time now uh, i'm so busy i want to know whether i should go to chennai visit my parents and then go or straight away go to lucknow by the time he has materialized something and given me and me uh, because i'm locket. so mm-hmm. intent on knowing what i should do i should make a mistake i didn't see what he gave i just held it in my hand swami just looked at me and he said just see what i have given Oh, very nice for me again i'm talking <laughs> she didn't pay attention to what he gave so for the first time so <laughs> otherwise he will say look when the creator is here they yes. are going after the creation yes yeah this time <laughs> yeah because appreciate. i didn't want to be he'll catch us on he say you yes. did it on your own he'll mm. just wash off his hands mm. so i didn't want that to happen i wanted to know exactly what, what i have he to wants. so that happened that time no. <laughs> most of the time we misquote swami swami yes. told me to do no he didn't tell you to do as, it i think as you said he is only reflecting us yeah reflecting. yeah You should Absolute go reflection. blank when you are there. If you are with thoughts that he but will reflect. But if he wants to transmit something, uh, some news to you, he will do it directly. Yes. Aisa karo, aisa karo. Yes. Then it's a command. Yes. For that, we have to become empty. We have to become yes. silent. And we have to see, are we completely in tune with him? No, that comes out of acceptance. Acceptance. Whatever, whether you want it or you don't, then all that recedes into the background. Correct. There's nothing like you want something or you don't want something. You just witness. That's why when witness. we are practicing, that when we go to Sanyadi for darshan, keep your mind as blank as you can. Yes. Don't ask for this, that and the other. It will come your way, which either way. No, Swami, yes. several times he has said, you're too agitated for me to come near you. Hmm. If you are steeped in your problems, he won't come near. So you should be blank there, waiting for his grace. Then he will take you inside and tell you what to do. But it takes a long time to understand that. Yes, absolutely. Whatever it is, life is beautiful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with Swami, life is always yeah. beautiful. And once you are with him in a spirit of absolute obedience and unconditional acceptance then the beauty reaches a completely new level and oh, i think beautiful. every day you discover new joys and uh, new superlative vistas of his miracles actually yeah he always says no in the beginning i'll give you everything whatever you want yes. then you have to accept what i give yes that statement he makes so yes. we should do it good or bad that's our mind telling Absolutely. just accept anything that comes your way and i think from your life you know that once you are on this path he will take care yes and he will fill you with joy there is no happiness that he cannot yeah, grant yeah, yeah. and there is nothing of the world that you will actually miss because whatever happiness that you have to experience he knows how to give you yeah. and he will give it to you in full so there is nothing that you are going to miss it is not a sacrifice it is actually the best investment 
actually of that course. you can make <laughs> to reap a harvest of happiness and joy for it is mm-hmm. the best thing that has happened to all of us absolutely fantastic thank you thank you so much it is uh, really always very enlightening when we talk about him and some of the moments that you have spent are directions for so many of us who are on the spiritual path not many have had that opportunity to physically interact with bhagwan to see him you know we had the chance to see him you had the chance to come to him way back in the 60s and 70s so whatever you have shared these are those precious nuggets of wisdom which will become lighthouses and pathfinders for so many on the spiritual path thank you so much we offer a humble pranams at the lotus feet of swami sanams thank you vishu so that was mr and mrs md vimalanathan mr vimalanathan was very blessed to come to bhagwan in the 70s he had the opportunity to be part of so many projects starting with the construction of trai prindavan in 1984 we are going to record more conversations with him because he has beautiful memories of being part of many constructions inside the ashram during the 80s during the 90s and these are stories that we have to preserve for posterity really grateful to bhagwan that he sent mr vimalanathan and aunty prema vimalanathan to the studios we hope you enjoyed this conversation if you have any queries or comments as always please feel free to write to us you can write to listener@radiosai.org we would love to read your comments and your feedback on this program on our whatsapp number 9393258258 once again 9393258258 we want to continue this series on bundavan a few more weeks even as we do now more videos we have started a video series bundavan diaries on our website on our youtube channel you can watch the first video with dr c n sundareshan there are more coming up so there is so much of brindavan bliss to soak in in the coming weeks from the studios of radio sai thank you so much saram prema swarupulara embodiments of love shanti ni lopal unnadi kaani bayate ledhu peace is within not outside outside no peace only pieces saram you just heard an episode of our radio program outside inside deep inside this is a segment of radio sai's thursday live hosted by bishu prashti and today's episode was first broadcast on 20th june 2019 dear listeners we hope you like this program please send us your feedback by either email or whatsapp our email id is listener@radiosai.org and our whatsapp number is 9393 258 258 thank you and loving sairam from prashanthinilayam